it's Victoria. I just want to share a mini episode every single week as I want to be there for you. We have had amazing nature-based educators each week sharing their outdoor classroom stories. So we're pulling some of the key elements from these interviews into these mini episodes. So I want to be there to encourage you. I want to be there to help you see in a new way that feels like teaching outdoors is doable and that you are much closer than you think. And I want to show you that it's possible. One of my mini episodes, and I hope you like it. Hello and welcome back to the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. I'm Victoria Hackett and I will be talking to you today about teaching and learning outdoors. That's our theme for the entire month. And today's episode, episode 18, can't believe it, we are going to be talking about the question, what if outdoor teaching was the new norm? It's a pretty heavy duty question, but I keep having these images and dreams and wonders and imagining what if that would be such a great question to ask us all. So I want to begin by asking you is if you have ever read the children's book Imagine by Alison Lester. In her book, it's be- it's a beautiful, beautiful children's book, and it's really gets you, the reader, and children thinking about imagining themselves deep in the jungle, under the sea, in a land of ice and snow, on a farm, in a moonlit bush, in an African plain, in a prehistoric swamp. And I start with this because I think this is where we all need to start. We need to start to imagine what if outdoor teaching was the new norm? What if we adopted Scandinavian approach with more time outdoors. So their approach is they believe in free air life. So that means that they have a philosophical lifestyle based on experiences of the freedom in nature and the spiritual connectedness with the landscape. It's an amazing concept as they, in Scandinavia, All children are outside. They have recess time. They have time to play. They don't necessarily focus so much on testing and worksheets and drills and whatnot, but they firmly and highly believed in the essence of play. And therefore, the reward of this connectedness with the landscape is a strong sensation of a new level of consciousness and really a spiritual wholeness. So with everything that's going on in the world today, I can't help but imagine this is seems like the most logical answer to a lot of what is happening today. So again, in this episode, I want to just ask you some prompt questions to get you thinking about this concept and going into the world of asking what if, and then digging a little bit deeper into imagine. So what if every school made using outdoor space a substantial part of every day? That would be amazing. We have beautiful campuses that are just not being used. All, a lot of children are inside. And a lot of the research that I'm finding is because here in America, we base a lot of things on fear. We're afraid that of risk play. We're afraid of we don't necessarily think the kids are going to learn enough if they're outdoors all day. So, but the reward of this connectedness with the landscape is there's a strong sensation of a new level of consciousness. So imagine that, a new level of consciousness and how that would help us all. And kind of, again, that spiritual wholeness. So what would be needed to make this happen? How could we move this 
movement forward, so to speak, to get our schools, to get our children, to get our educators thinking. So this week, we've been talking about rethinking nature pedagogy in higher education. So if you have not listened to April's episode, it's the one before this one. It's absolutely fantastic. So it really digs deep into the importance of incorporating nature pedagogy into, into our degree programs. So educators are coming out of their programs already trained. They've already seen outdoor classrooms. They've been exposed to it. So then when they go into the schools, they're the dream, the imagined dream is that every school would have an outdoor classroom. Every school, every teacher and edu- every educator would be trained. And the culture within families and community would be that, yes, this is the normal. This is the expectation. This is what, this is just what we do. So how can we get there? How can we get from this point of kind of a fear-based approach to getting our our children outside, getting our families outside, getting our everybody outside. So the first step is that getting into that right mindset. And I could go on and on and on, but the best way for me to summarize it is to really understand the five phases of teaching outdoors. And I do a whole podcast on that. I have a whole boot camp on that. And that boot camp is actually in our circle membership. It's part of the membership now. I've just added it. So if you want to go in there and enjoy the five phases of teaching outdoors and really understand how we could make this happen, that's one way to one way to understand that and see which phase you are in and work from there. My next question is, could an approach lead to a happier, healthier, more resilient children who are ready to learn and more inspired to look after the planet? So hint, 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 this is what all the research is suggesting. They are suggesting that when children get fresh air and they're happy and they're outdoors, they can feel the world, they are more ready to tell us when they're ready to learn, when they're ready to read, when they're ready to write. So Finland and Denmark and Scandinavia, all of them, they are using this approach and they are far ahead of us. So we really need to ask these questions of ourselves. And how can we do it better? Do schools have the space? And what if they don't have the space? How can we adapt? Do educators have the skills to take lessons outdoors and make playtimes more playful and playfully learning? And the last question, what if we change the way children learn for good? So we learned a lot about using our outdoor spaces during the pandemic. And what if, what if we change the way we are educating children for good? So I want you to imagine, imagine the study of nature pedagogy within all degree programs for educators. Imagine all schools having outdoor classrooms, imagining all children having access to these outdoor classrooms, imagining children spending more and more time outdoors and becoming more connected and more spirited and happier and joyful. So if we can do this, I think we would be really honoring and honoring our children in our community. So think about that. I would love to hear your feedback. This is a Minnesota and come join us. Talk to you soon. Bye.
Thank you for joining us here at the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anybody who you think would enjoy it and follow us on Instagram. We'd love to continue the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation even deeper, please join us in the Circle community. The purpose of the Circle is to support, guide, and push you as you continually grow and sustain your outdoor classroom by providing the tools to help you set the right goals, then actually follow through in achieving those goals with the support of our amazing community. Each month, 24-7, you get guidance and support from myself. You get to begin your journey with our new member roadmap. You get access to our outdoor teaching boot camp. You get to interact and learn from guest experts who are on our podcast. They come into our membership and join us to continue the conversation. You get to connect and collaborate during two live sessions a month. You get access to all our online workshops and masterclasses. You get get to dig deeper with our membership missions each month and you get to become an ambassador of joy for children. I hope you can join us for the price of one workshop. You get all of this. You get to become a member of our family at Outdoor Classroom. So I hope you can join us. I will share the link in the show notes and we'll see you later. Come join us.